0: this is Inside Today's Country with Tim Black.
1: On this episode of Inside Today's Country, we find ourselves in St. John's, Newfoundland talking with Chris Ryan. His brand new single is called Slow Down. Some great advice coming from that and some funny lines in the song as well. Plus, we find out that the east coast of Canada is a hotbed for country music. And which artist does Chris Ryan really look up to? We'll tell you about that. He's touring with a big Canadian country artist as well. All that and more on this week's edition of In Today's country.
0: Slow down. We're all spinning in the same direction. Everyone wants everything right now. We got so much world around us. The pictures in your mind. We're
1: talking with Chris Ryan on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast this week, my friend.
0: Oh, thanks, brother. It's great to great to be here. I can't wait to uh, make my way back to Manitoba here. In well, a couple weeks.
1: this is kind of wild. Uh, the nice thing about the podcast is we go, uh, you know, all over uh, wherever people are listening to us from all over the world. And uh, so this time, my uh, my little dartboard uh, dropped me in uh, Newfoundland. So I thought, well, yeah. oh, you know, look, there's a guy out there that I've I've heard about and I've I've read about you. And uh, man, you've been doing this for for a long time and i thought let's get this guy on because you've got a new single out which we're going to get to in in just a little bit but you've got quite the backstory of uh you know things that you've done you've played guitar you've played with different people uh how did you you know get into this and, and why did it uh kind of click for you
0: yeah it's it's funny uh so i released my first record in in the fall uh of 2014 so actually probably about five years ago like almost to the day that we're actually going to release this. but uh, And I, I did it all on my own. So the first album was completely independent. I funded it myself. I produced, well, I didn't produce it myself. I co-produced it with, uh, with my producer. And shortly, like, we released it in November of 2014. And March of 2015, I got hired uh, by... He's a Newfoundland artist, uh, was living in Calgary. He was on a show on CMT called Big in a Small Town. Okay. And um, his name is Quentin Reddy. So Quentin basically took me on the road for um, the better part of a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was funny because I didn't realize it. Now as I look back, uh, I realized that by going on the road with somebody else, um i really didn't get to promote my album the way that i probably should have right um so i just kind of like fell into the role of being a sideman and from that you know i from quentin ready i moved on to work with kelly prescott kelly prescott uh of course brilliant artist of the ottawa valley mm-hmm. um she's about to go on tour with alan doyle in the new year uh, she's got a new record coming out um great person great artist great friend um and then we had uh you know i left from kelly uh i went on to do a couple of different other things
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and then in the past year i guess about a year and a half ago we did the top of the country competition right so uh that's serious ccma sanctioned uh they basically name you as top nine up and coming country artists in canada and it goes to a voting thing so that was interesting um, why was that interesting well it's just like I'm not one for admittedly and when we talk about slowdown this will become far more evident um, but I'm not one for the social medias and the like I'm I'm the worst social media person on the face of the earth I'm like admittedly <laughs> say that so like when I'm out there and I'm trying to like garner votes yeah you know plead for people like you know you're basically on a campaign to mm-hmm. say I need your love that's right. More or less. Uh, so for me, like, I'm really, really bad at that. So to do, like, every single day a post or find something to stay relevant, I've got a great manager, and, you know, he's he's basically my brother. He's a lifeline. He's awesome. His name is Tim Hardy. And he's, like, texting me in the morning and be like, so any idea what you're going to post today? <laughs> or uh, do you think that it might be a good time to maybe say something? Or... I'm kind of like, you know, hand in face, like, oh, my uh, God. I gotta do this. But, you know, like, admittedly, like, he's he's just basically pushing me to do the right thing. Yeah. It's not that I'm not invested in my career. I'm just, like, not used to this, like, I like, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of weird. I like my private life to be private. And weird, I like weird's my, okay, man. That's That's fine. <laughs> I like I, my private life to be private. And okay. I like my, you know, my work life to be out there. That's right. And sometimes like the the two obviously have to intertwine because, you know, mm-hmm. my my private life is is still my work. Like I'm mm-hmm. always going to be me. So
1: But I think there's a great balance that one can make, especially as an artist, and I think a lot of people don't realize that, is that sometimes artists really need to make that separation. You can't be on all the time.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny because I'm certainly not at that level yet where I really need to make that major separation. Like, I'm not walking through... I'm not walking through the Eaton Center in Toronto where people are asking for Chris Ryan's picture. Like, if okay. I'm walking through the Eaton Center in Toronto, they're probably looking like you know parents are looking at, you know, <laughs> me and pointing me out I and mean, being like, "Now, listen, Johnny, when you grow up, don't be that guy." No, no. But it's like it's like I look at um, like the Alan Doyle's of the world. Alan is the is the prime example of a a true professional and B the type of person that. If you're an artist, it doesn't matter, like obviously I'm from Newfoundland, but any artist from anywhere, if you can watch what Alan Doyle does, A, on social media, B, on a stage, and C, just as a human being, Mm -hmm. he's the testament of what any of us as an artist should strive to be. He is absolutely perfect. He does everything the right way. He's a consummate entertainer. When he's on that stage, we saw him this year. Um, uh, there's a festival out here in Newfoundland called the Iceberg Alley Performance Tent. Mm-hmm. And for 10 days, they take an old, uh, Disney on ice tent and they turn it into a 2,700 seat, um, concert venue. Wow. And it's unbelievable. Um, and we've had our ex out here, like Dallas Smith was out here last year. Uh, Dean's been out here, Dean Brody the road hammers mm-hmm. and this is just country guys. Like right. that's not including, you know, everyone else. Alan played it this year and like, just to watch him on the stage, it was like this, like if I could ever be a quarter of what that is on a stage mm-hmm. or what he is on a stage, if my show could ever, you know, release itself to anybody else that way, then I would die. A happy man. Have you ever played with him? Uh, yeah, privately, um, play with them, uh, you know, just, you know, sidebar stuff like we'll mm-hmm. we'll be at an after party or be at, you know, uh, a friend's house on New Year's and, you know, the guitars bust out. And then you got Maureen Ennis from the Ennis Sisters or David Doyle and Alan. And, you know, like it's it, th- those are the pinch me moments where you're looking around and it's like because when you grow up in Newfoundland, like, you know, our whole province has just just over a half million people. Mm hmm. So, you know, when people are stars in Newfoundland, there's like to us, it's basically like hanging out with Springsteen or Jim Cuddy or Steve Earle or something. Like, it's.
1: Is that something, too? The fact that, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize that the eastern coast of Canada is a hotbed for music.
0: Man, like, oh, goodness. But we do, um, it's called the East Coast Music Awards. Mm -hmm. So, all four Atlantic provinces. um, It's basically like the Junos of. Atlanta, Canada, the music scene in St. John's, for example,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we have George Street. George Street is like Broadway in Nashville. It's 23 bars. There's live music in at least a third of them every night.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And like some of the best people and best musicians that I've ever encountered, let alone played with mm-hmm. are in this city.
1: Wow. Oh, see, I I goes, did not know that. That that is absolutely yeah. mind-blowing. That's awesome.
0: And and it goes but it goes straight through the east coast like Sydney. Oh my goodness, the amount of artists in Sydney like you know like it's everything everything in the east coast of Canada are unbelievable. Like it's there's so much music, there's so much musicality and talent that you never really understand it culturally um you know, visually and just the people here, like like it's remarkable. It's a remarkable experience. It's so genuine. Everybody who is from Newfoundland is for the most part, very proud to be from Newfoundland. So, Mm -hmm. uh,
1: you're very, very proud of the music you do as well. And your new single of course is called slow down. I like the line uh, in the song that says I only get a pool when it rains. (laughs) (laughs) That made me, that made me chuckle like, a little bit.
0: That was kind of like uh, myself and, and my co-writer, and very good friend. His name's Chris Kirby, uh, who also produced and mixed the song. It was kind of like, you know, the Brad Paisley moment
2: mm-hmm.
0: where Paisley could say basically whatever he wants and he can make a joke. You know, he's, he has a song about, you know smoking cigars but he can't afford them so he ends up going to jail like you know Mm -hmm. for a bunch of different fires and uh i'm still a guy and and you know those those cheeky kind of like backsided little jokes and i was kind of like you know what i got a swimming pool (laughs) only when it rains man (laughs) this castle has a (laughs) morgue this castle has a mortgage i thought i was gonna grow up and be a king but this castle i'm gonna pay on and i got a swimming pool but only if it rains
1: where did this song come from? Tell me a little bit about uh, why this one popped in your head.
0: Uh, well, it's funny. We just kind of sat down and, you know, we, we spoke about it earlier about my horrid ability to be a social mediaist, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, not just because we're from Newfoundland, but throughout this entire country, there's so many things that you can embrace that are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether it's an experience, whether it's a visual thing, whether it is whatever, um, you, there's so much outside of your phone screen that you can see Mm -hmm. or your tablet screen that you can see. So, you know, we're surrounded by beauty regardless of wherever it is and however you take it every single day. Mm -hmm. So just take a minute and, you know, like calm down. If I could tell, you know, if I could tell a nine-year-old Chris Ryan, to embrace being out on the water with your grandfather or walking down around a lake with my, with my mother who's Mm -hmm. since passed. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even just like the first time you go to a big city, the first time you go to Toronto and you're looking around, you're seeing all these big buildings, like take that moment and everything is a moment. Everything Mm -hmm. that we do on a daily basis is a moment. And the best thing we can do is embrace that as opposed to looking back and being like, Oh, well, I wish I had to take more pictures when I was in the meatpacking district
2: yeah. in New York. Right.
0: Or I wish I had to, I really wish I had to spend more time at the Forks when I was in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like we're surrounded by this every single day. Like just take a second and embrace where we are. Like we shot a video for this song. Uh, it'll be out in a couple of weeks. And um, you know, a friend of mine's a little girl, she's seven years old. And she's basically the star of the video. God love her. Mm Um, and she's just, she's literally just playing in her backyard. She's doing cartwheels down the middle of the road. She's just enjoying life.
1: And kids don't do that anymore.
0: No, it's crazy, man. Like I just, I, I, I see this on a regular basis. I played hockey for a number of years and for a little while I went back and I, and I coached with a private hockey school out of here. um, that uh, some friends of mine own, basically just you know spare time, just an excuse to get on the ice and, and help kids out.
2: Right.
0: Anything, anything that they would learn from my game would just basically be spending time in the penalty box. <laughs> uh, but you know, just a chance to kind of you know hang out and you know talk to kids and and you know help them grow their game. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because when I was when I was growing up, and this is not like a self righteous thing, but when I was growing up. My parents didn't have a whole lot of money, um, but they made sure whatever I wanted to do, they you know they would make it work. Mm-hmm. Mom's a nurse, dad's a dad's a you know contractor
2: mm-hmm.
0: in home construction, so they they made it work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When I look back, I was really blessed that I had two parents that really drove it home for me to you know appreciate every opportunity I got,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whether it was my first guitar, whether it was my first pair of like know really great hockey skates or whether it was a new set of whatever it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um you embrace that and every opportunity that i ever got i remember my first junior hockey game my dad looked at me he wouldn't even come to the game he just looked at me he said i'm not gonna come i want you to go out i want you to enjoy it but just enjoy it Mm -hmm. don't walk in there with that you know like junior hockey mentality where you're talk on the walk and do whatever, like go in there, have fun. And they literally like both of them intentionally never showed up. Not that it wasn't, they didn't want to embrace the milestone, but they just basically wanted me to realize that have you're fun, just another kid.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. You're just another kid. You get an opportunity to go play hockey for a bunch of people. So go do it. Um, and that was something that I kind of like really embrace and, and try to hold true now you know, like I just kind of touched on, I lost my mom two and a half years ago, mm-hmm. very suddenly in a, in, a, in a weird situation, accident sort of thing. But mm-hmm. I, um, it's it's kind of one of those things that now I look back on and I embrace that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids these days, uh, I don't want to sound generic, but that's that sentiment is kind of lost. Right. It's like, okay, well, if I'm not out, hanging on the swing set or playing street hockey or you know square ball or whatever the, mm-hmm. you know kids did when i was growing up well i'll just go watch 2p and B new or whatever these friggin' things are called <laughs> on on an ipad screen yeah
1: Kids don't get outside and, and ride bikes anymore. I mean, I grew up, no. you know, in the in the 70s, 80s, and we would go out for hours and hours. And you'd come home when you heard mom holler or blow a whistle, and that's when you came home, right? And uh, I think, you know, the the whole story behind your song of just getting us all to, to slow down is really, really important in, in, in our world in 2019.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I remember being a kid, uh, and I'll never forget this. I'll, I'll write it down right now on the on Old Petty Harbour Road in Kilbride, Newfoundland, like physically being dragged up the driveway for dinner because I just did not want to stop playing street hockey. Right or I did not want to stop riding my bike and, you know, fly little ramps that you made that you got, you know, six inches of air and you thought that you were Thomas Pastrana or something like that. I like got <laughs> a dirt bike. It was, uh, and that like you, you, you drive, just drive around neighborhoods these days. Yeah. Drive around subdivisions. You don't see that. No. And that was kind of like the message that we wanted to, um, deliver with the song and, you know, it's been pretty well received thus far and Well well received we can... well
1: enough that you're going on tour with Johnny Reed.
0: Uh yeah, so that's uh that's gonna be fun.
1: He is a machine.
0: Well, you know what? Funny enough, we just talked about this. He's the Scottish Alan Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> like that's I never thought good, about this. That's very good. I never thought about this until you just said that, Tim. But honestly, like he's he is like I've, I've only met him very briefly in and in like, you know, more or less like shake a hand, yeah hi, how are you? And then go on. But to give uh, the listeners an idea, uh, I'm really, really lucky that not only can I have, I had the opportunity to be a uh, solo artist, which is what I love at the end of the day. I truly love being a solo artist and I love being a singer songwriter. Uh, but I've also, as we've touched on earlier, had, the opportunity to be a sideman for some people. I'm going to work for an artist who is uh, from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Her name is Sierra Noble. Mm-hmm. She's a very accomplished uh, singer, songwriter, fiddle player, mm-hmm. um, brilliant, just brilliant talent. And she's hired me to play guitar for her because she's got the opening act for the Johnny Reed tour. So yeah, we get to do 21 shows in 27 days. From St. John's, Newfoundland, right out to Abbotsford, BC, coast to coast. We, yeah, coast to coast, pretty much. We are in Winnipeg on the fourth of December.
1: Shouldn't be too cold.
0: Oh my God, that's <laughs> it's funny. And it, uh, we were talking like some work stuff earlier, and Sierra had called me, and we were just going through some merch ideas. And God love her, she asked me if uh, if I'd be willing to sing actually. Some of my stuff when we're we're doing the set in Newfoundland, mm-hmm. just kind of part of the show. But uh, yeah, um, I just said like, holy frig! Like I really, I got a pack for this tour. <laughs> like I've got to have. <laughs> See, because it's I've a gotta, different
1: cold. It's a different cold for for Central Canada than it is for Eastern Canada.
0: Oh yeah. man! Like okay, I'll tell you right right away. I've I've experienced this and I've done it um you know through well not necessarily as far as as Manitoba and the prairies and stuff but like Ontario in February mm-hmm. not real great
1: February in Manitoba well you know <laughs> minus 50ish
0: yeah so you know, i'm like yeah you know, when you put your long johns over
1: your long johns
0: i'm literally going to have to bring like boots jackets stage jackets like i'm basically gonna pack like share (laughs) to go on this friggin' tour and we're the support act we're not even like i'm not on the stage with johnny that we know of maybe he'll do that or whatever like who knows but like we're the support act and i'm gonna have to like i'm gonna need a parka i'm gonna need a dress jacket i'm gonna need like all these things. I'm going to need sweatpants because we're going to be in a frigging vehicle for like eight hours a day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, enjoy enjoy it. That's all I have to tell you. uh, (laughs) No, but you know (laughs) what? You're going to have a blast.
0: I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's, it's, it's a fantastic opportunity. And you know what? I I say this every time somebody talks to me and one of the biggest uh, kind of cliche comments that people make, Uh, about the music industry unless you're one of those you know like a list at you know acts like a johnny or alan doyle or you know dallas or whomever Mm -hmm. is um you know like can you make can you make a go of it and i always say two things i say first of all i'm very blessed very very blessed to be able to do this
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and make a living at this Mm -hmm. you know i i'm not starving i'm not you know i'm not living in a castle that has a mortgage (laughs) and a swimming pool but only when it rains uh but you know i'm very blessed to have you know a comfortable living yeah um but in the same breath uh this doesn't happen unless people support it very much true and it's no different than what you're doing. It's no different than what an actor does. It's no like it's it doesn't matter who you are and how big of a star you were or an artist that you are. The only way that this survives and people sometimes get uncomfortable with me having this message, but if you ask that question, I'm gonna give you an honest answer. If You ask me any question, I'm gonna give you an honest answer, let alone like, you know, questioning mm-hmm. if we're able to, you know, suffice us or survive as artists. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about going to shows. It's about buying the music. It's about supporting the artists. So, if you go out and you buy a ticket to a show, it doesn't have to be me. Go out and see Sierra Noble. Go out and see Kelly Loader. Go out and see Mario Buckley or Kelly Prescott or whomever. There's so many independent artists out there who are brilliant. And, you know, they may not have the power of a label behind them, they may not have the power of a financial backer behind them. That's putting them on stages in front of six thousand people or ten thousand people. They may be a home roots concert, mm-hmm. but get out there and support them. Get out there and just you know, like buy the tickets, buy the buy the music, and enjoy that because you know you're going to have way more fun doing that as opposed to just sat back and listen to you know what you think is the coolest artist of the in the world, but they've been rammed down your throat. Nothing against those artists; they're all fan, they're all fantastic. No, nope, I totally agree but, with you,
1: and that's one of the reasons that we actually started this podcast is because there's artists like yourself and the others that you have named that don't get the opportunity to get a story told, and that's why we're doing this podcast. So, Chris, I this is awesome. You man, we could talk for hours. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, listen, man, we, we we can do this as like. Part, like we could three. do a two or three or
1: four partner <laughs> with this one, uh, I will ask you the question that I know you're hate gonna hate the uh, to answer this. But where do people find you on social media?
0: The easiest derivative is chrisryanmusic.ca. So just my name, Chris Ryan Music, all uh, C A. and you can find me. You can find all my social links. Uh, you can find video content, music content. Hopefully, where I'm gonna be. Um, in yeah. actual fact, there's sometimes that I go to my own website to find out where I'm going to be on certain <laughs> days. So. We will,
1: um, we will put all the uh, all the links and stuff like that to the uh, to the show notes, uh, so people can find you wherever they're gonna catch on to this uh, podcast and uh, and follow you and uh, and download your tunes. Uh, as I say, this has been a, a blast. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, to coming to Newfoundland and uh, and getting properly screeched in one day.
0: You come to Newfoundland, I have you, but I am coming your way. So if all you right. are able to make it down to Winnipeg, uh, would love to connect and maybe even and grab a malt beverage. Who knows? I heard they're pretty good. <laughs>
1: Apparently, they make some good stuff there. I, yeah, Somebody's told me that. <laughs> so, somebody's told me that. Maybe one or two people have told me that. Chris, thanks for spending some time with us on the podcast,
0: and good luck with you. Man, thanks so much for having me. It's an awesome chat. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe.
2: This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.